Welcome back to the MedBullet Step 1 podcast. In this episode, we go over the topic of Little Syndrome from the renal section on MedBullets.com. Let's start this episode with a clinical snapshot. A three-year-old boy is brought to the pediatrician for a wellness visit. The mother reports that he has been sleeping and feeding well. She does not have any active concerns. Family history is significant for hypertension. His blood pressure is 110 over 90 millimeters of mercury. Laboratory testing is significant for hypokalemia and metabolic alkalosis. This is a case of Little syndrome. Let's now get into the topic. In terms of an introduction and clinical definition, Little syndrome is a renal tubular disorder affecting the collecting tubules characterized by hypertension, hypokalemia, and metabolic alkalosis. This condition is also known as pseudohyperaldosteronism. In terms of the epidemiology and incidence, this condition is rare. With respect to demographics, it is suspected in young children if there is early onset hypertension. It may not be detected until adulthood. With respect to risk factors, family history of early onset hypertension or hypokalemia may suggest Little syndrome. Let's now talk about the pathogenesis of Little syndrome. It involves a gain-of-function mutation involving the epithelial sodium channel, or ENAC, resulting in increased sodium reabsorption in the collecting tubules, and this causes the lumen to be electronegative, which causes a gradient that favors secretion of potassium into the lumen, and this results in decreased serum potassium. This condition mimics hyperaldosteronism. Recall that aldosterone increases the number of open luminal sodium channels. Let's now talk about the genetics of Little syndrome. The inheritance pattern is autosomal dominant. The mutation is on chromosome 16p12. And the prognosis is very good with treatment. Let's now discuss the clinical presentation, including symptoms and physical exam findings of Little syndrome. The symptoms involves a triad presenting at a young age. This includes hypertension, hypokalemia, and metabolic alkalosis. In terms of physical exam findings, you would notice hypertension. In terms of diagnostic studies used to diagnose Little syndrome, lab studies would show hypokalemia, metabolic alkalosis, decreased aldosterone, decreased renin, and genetic testing would be the most definitive way of diagnosing this condition. With respect to a differential diagnosis, the two main differentials to keep in mind would be primary hyperaldosteronism and congenital adrenal hyperplasia. Let's now discuss other renal tubular defects as a part of the differential diagnosis, along with their respective defect localization, etiology, and findings. Fanconi syndrome, Barter syndrome, Gittleman syndrome, and Little syndrome are the four main renal tubular defects. The defect localization for Fanconi syndrome is the proximal tubule. The defect localization for Barter syndrome is the thick ascending loop of Henle. The defect localization for Gittleman syndrome is distal convoluted tubule, and the defect localization for Little syndrome is the collecting tubule. The etiology of Fanconi syndrome are the following, Wilson disease, tyrosinemia, cystinosis, multiple myeloma, galactosemia, mitochondrial myopathies, medications including aminoglycosides, cisplatin, a phosphamide, 
and valproic acid, along with heavy metals including mercury and lead. The etiology of Barter syndrome is autosomal recessive mutation involving the NKCC2 cotransporter. The etiology of Gittleman syndrome is autosomal recessive mutation involving the NACL cotransporter, and the etiology of Little syndrome is autosomal dominant mutation leading to increased activity of epithelial sodium channel or ENAC. The clinical findings of Fanconi syndrome are the following hypophosphatemia, amino acid urea, renal glycosuria, tubular proteinuria, and proximal renal tubular acidosis. The clinical findings of Barter syndrome are the following, hypokalemia, hypochloremia, metabolic alkalosis, normotension, and elevated plasma renin level. The findings of Gittleman syndrome are hypokalemia, hypochloremia, metabolic alkalosis, hypomagnesemia, hypocalciuria, and normotension. And finally, the findings of Little syndrome are the following, hypertension, hypokalemia, and metabolic alkalosis. Let's now discuss the treatment of Little syndrome. Medical treatment involves the use of potassium-sparing diuretics, this is indicated for all patients with Little syndrome. Recall that these medications directly block the sodium channels in the collecting tubules. Drugs in this category are amylaride and triamterene. In terms of complications of Little syndrome, the main complication would be cardiac arrhythmia due to hypokalemia. And that's all for this review about Little syndrome. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session by MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on MedBullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the MedBullets website or mobile app while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from these MedBullets Step 1 podcasts so far, please consider leaving us a 5-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Also, if you are not already, be sure to follow MedBullets on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for daily high-yield content. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullets Step 1 podcast.